Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 256. Uh, This is uh, a little overdue, but um, I probably have tried to record episode 256 at least um, probably half a dozen times. And I get to the end of it and just not feel really good about it. And um, so I wanted to record this one right here. I felt prompted uh, by the Holy Spirit again and uh, to make a go at it. So here we go. So if this is actually your first time listening to the Kingdom of Success, uh, we are all about helping you uh, to invade the marketplace. Yes, invade the marketplace with the kingdom of God and successfully execute what the kingdom wants you to do wherever you're at, uh, wherever the assignment that God has you. And we talk about different things to be able to help you do that. And, you know, I'm a little bit of the uh, test subject (laughs) that I just come to you guys and lay out before you different things that might be going on in my life or something that I might have observed from someone else's life or that I might have um, applied uh, in my life, the kingdom of God's uh, principles or in to be able to give to you guys. So I'm driving along. I've actually got to go and meet um, with uh, one of my renters uh, that we have uh, part of our business, me and my family. And uh, we've got a little uh, problem with the septic tank system. Grace, grace. So that's where I'm headed to right now. So I've got about a 25-minute uh, drive ahead of me. Anyway, so title of this episode, I really haven't determined the title of that episode. But it could be uh, titled, Wisdom is the Principal Thing. That is actually from Proverbs. And it's uh, really kind of found throughout the whole entire Bible. But in Proverbs, if you have never read Proverbs or if you've ever, you know, kind of glanced through Proverbs, Proverbs is probably the vegetables of the Bible for kingdom living. Uh, Let me say that again. Proverbs is the spiritual vegetables that you should be eating on a daily basis or kingdom living. So, and what I mean by kingdom living is this, you know, Jesus, there's actually, you know, really, you know, guys, and I hope this doesn't mess you up when I say this, but it's, it's, it's in the word and it's, but it's not definitely preached about a whole lot, but this is why you got me. I mean, I'm not a preacher. Uh, I'm not a theologian. I didn't go to cemetery school. Uh, to, I'm just reading the Bible, learning, uh, listening to great men and women that are in life where I want to be. Uh, that is a huge statement, what I just made. 
you know, I take advice, I take advice from people that are in life where I want to be. And so, um, with that said, I know that there's the, you hear somebody might say there's the person of Jesus and that person of Jesus, the person of Jesus basically is what he, what he did for us, the ultimate sacrifice in order for us to be able to obtain eternal life and get us out of the state we were in. That's, it is a pretty big deal. It's something we celebrate uh, every Easter. We celebrate Jesus' coming during Christmas. Uh, we celebrate uh, Passover, uh, Palm Sunday. I mean, there's a lot of things that we celebrate as a Christian community in the marketplace when it comes to the person of Jesus and what the what Jesus did. And that is, that's the first aspect, and here's where I'm going to go with this. Here's the, that's the first aspect of the, um, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, is that Jesus came, died uh, for us, and redeemed us from, from, the, uh, from the curse, from our wickedness, and made us righteousness, made us with right standings with God Almighty. And so that's, that's kind of the entry point. That's the thing that Jesus came down to do. Now, Jesus also, Jesus also, you can read this, Jesus also came proclaiming the kingdom of God. So there is this, this other thing of, you know, you might hear a, pre, a minister might say, you know, then there are the principles of Jesus. And when someone says that, you know, they might say, you know, there's the person of Jesus that gets you into heaven, but then there's the principles of Jesus that helps you live here on the earth. Well, those principles that Jesus lived by were the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a place. The kingdom of God is actually a, is basically a, is a set of principles that we actually uh, live by, operate in, laws that we actually have um, access to once you actually become a born-again uh, Christian. Now, here's the cool thing, okay? So you can read this actually in, I think it's maybe 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, it's one of the Corinthians I believe it is, um, or it's in, the, it's in the epistles from uh, the Apostle Paul. It says that Jesus, Jesus, um, you know, we were, we were actually part of the kingdom of darkness, but we have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, that's a very important statement. So you've heard me talk about this quite a bit on my, on my podcast, where that you have been now born into royalty. You, I know that might sound weird for me to say that to you, but you have actually been born into royalty. So you are now actually a king, a lord, you, if you want to say an underlord, of really God Almighty. You are a child of the Most High. And last time I checked, if you are a child of the Most High, then you are a prince. You are a, you know, a ruler, so to speak, and not so to speak, but you actually are 
uh, because of what Jesus did and giving us that gift of righteousness, we now can reign as kings. That's what it says actually in one of the epistles uh, from Paul that we actually reign as kings in life, in life, not, not in heaven, but in life. So with all that being said, with all that being said, the, the kingdom is what we need to adhere to. The kingdom is what we need to learn about. The kingdom is what we need to study as we're in this world. You know, great, you punched your ticket. You know, you accepted Jesus Christ as your, as your Savior and Lord. That got you into heaven. But now you are you have been sent out to to this world. You 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 know God didn't after you got you saved, you know, didn't sit there and say, Okay, now you're saved, come on to heaven. He, no, 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 no. He has got a plan, a mission, an assignment uh, for your life. Everything has an assignment. You know, my my sunglasses that I have on my uh, face right now. And to protect my eyes from the sun as an assignment. The iPhone that I'm uh, recording on right now, it has an assignment. It's got a specific thing it's doing for me right now. The, the earbuds that I have that's helping me record uh, this, this episode has a specific assignment. The truck I'm driving right now, the, the vitamins that I took this morning uh, from my business has a specific assignment. The energy drink that I'm drinking right now, excess, as a specific assignment. Everything created has a specific assignment. So therefore, you can deduct that you have a specific assignment. Well, as you seek first the kingdom, Matthew 6, as you seek first, that means you place it first. That means you go to it first. You seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, how he does things how God does things, then all these things shall be added to you. So why do I sit there and say about wisdom is the principal thing? So I was reading an article from Kenneth Copeland uh, just the other day, and it really, and I, I kind of knew this, but I, it was just a, a great refresher, you know, for me, and it's a very subtle thing that can happen to, to us. You know, so if you've been with me any time, uh, any period of time, you know that the words you speak are very important. And confessing the word over your situation is very important. You actually, I mean, you've probably heard me teach or talk about how that, you know, I, I you know, like one example was me and my dad. He had a situation that uh, arose with one of his um, one of his businesses, and so Dad and I got together, and I said, "Dad, okay, here's here's how we're going to apply <clears throat> the kingdom. I want you, Dad, to kind of go go to the Word, and I want you to get you know two one minimum, but two to three scriptures that you feel led to apply to your situation." And let's hang our hat. Let's anchor ourselves to those scriptures. And anytime any anxiety, any kind of worry, any kind of doubt, 
might want to crop itself up or crop the ugly head or Satan wants to remind you that, you know, it's not going to happen or it's not going to, it's not going to come to pass or, you know, you've already lost, you've already been defeated. You know, no, we, we've already anchored ourselves on a couple different scriptures and I want you to confess or say out loud those scriptures. And so my dad, you know, he went about doing that and, you know, the situation that he had in his business at that time, guess what? miraculously uh, worked itself out. And dad, you know, just exercised the word and applied it and his angels went forth and accomplished what it was that needed to be accomplished because your angels are hearken to the voice of God's word. So, <clears throat> here's the tweak that really helped me out after reading that article about wisdom is the principal thing. So I'll, I'll just use me as an example. All right, first, let me get a, a drink of excess real quick. Hang on. So as I, let's, I, let's just use uh, a little while back, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I had a uh, well. I I know exactly. Okay, we'll use this one. So long, um, several years ago, whenever I was in my twenties, <laughs> and I'm in my forties, actually forty three right now. When I was in my twenties, I was. Uh, if you said Tyler, what's what's the biggest challenge that you have and I would say my finances and I would sit there and confess confess the word over my finances I would sit there and say you know my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus I would say I'm the head and not the tail I'm above only not beneath I would sit there and say scriptures like you know I'm not the lender uh, excuse me, I am the lender and not the borrower. And I've been redeemed from the curse of poverty. I would say these things, right? I would make these declarations of faith over my finances. I would even pull out, I know this might sound wild to you, but I would even pull out my checkbook. I would even pull out my the the bills that would come in from my house house note that I had back in the day to my cell phone bill to my whatever bill it was. And I would speak to the bills. I would actually point to them and say, be paid in full. And I would even confess that I have more than enough money to pay my bills on time. And I have more than enough left over to be a blessing to other people. Now, when I would speak those things, I would speak those things and confess the word. And I would believe what I would say. I would believe what I say. But isn't it interesting that my situation did not change overnight. Now, for a, I feel like the tweak that, you know, that I, that I need to make, or I need to make from reading this article was exactly what I was doing prior. So wisdom is the principal thing. It says wisdom is the principal thing get wisdom and in all you're doing get understanding 
That's what it says in Proverbs. I think that's in Proverbs either 2 or in verse 3, maybe in verse, excuse me, not verse, but chapter 2 or chapter 3 or chapter 4. It, it is very clearly laid out that it is the principal thing. It is the first thing that you should uh, want to get wisdom. I mean, the in James, it says this, if anybody lacks wisdom, let him come and ask in faith for more wisdom. That's in James chapter 1, right? So wisdom is part of our inheritance. Wisdom is part of you actually being able to uh, take hold of what uh, the what the, what God has given to you as your inheritance. Wisdom is is a, is a part of your inheritance package. It is part of the kingdom that you have, right? So, with that said, with that said, instead, here's the tweak. Instead of if you say you get a bad report about your health, okay. Say, you know, you're the doctor says, you know, you you've got such such disease, or you know, you've got you know heart trouble, or you you name name the sickness, or you know, you, all of a sudden you don't have enough money in your bank account. Now, it's a good thing to sit there and confess the word immediately and say, no, you know what my God says. My God says that I, you know, all my needs are according. Uh, are paid or all my needs are paid for by his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Or you might say, no, it's by Jesus stripes. You're healed. Now what happens is, and this is where my mistake was and where that I needed to tweak, tweak myself is I would just sit there and make that confession of faith as a blanket statement and say, okay, yep, that's, this is exactly what I've got. This is exactly what I'm confessed. I'm believing that God, my angels are on assignment. They're out to, you know, right the, right the wrong or redeem me from the curse because I'm already redeemed from the curse and, you know, help me overcome the situation that I might be facing. But, but really what you need to do, and this is what you need to do. You need to go get in, you know, some time away from the situation or peel away from whatever you have going on and get before the Lord and say, okay, Lord, you know, I know what your word says. I know what your word says, and I'm going to meditate your word. Here we go. goes back to this, you know, no more excuses about what, what's going on. I'm going to meditate your word, and you know what? I'm going to confess. I'm going to meditate on your word until wisdom comes until the revelation that I need about my situation comes. Now watch this. So let me go back to where I was at. So I, so this, the, again, this is when I was in my twenties and I didn't have enough money or you know, basically, you know, what I had deemed, I didn't have enough money coming in. And I was sitting there confessing, you know, all my needs are met. You know, my God supplies all of my needs. I'm, I'm out of debt. You know, my, um, have more than enough money to pay my bills on time and more than enough money to be a blessing to other people. You know, all these things I was confessing. I mean, I was, I, I was a fanatical confessor. <laughs> I was, but after, I mean, it probably, I probably was like that or did that for two years, three years, 
something like that. No, I wouldn't say three years, at least two years that I was that, that, you know, person that I was just confessing. And I was, you know, it just seemed like I was a train wreck every single month with my finances. You know, either it was either I was late on, you know, a bill or I was late on something. And, and I was just always saying, God, I just don't have enough money. And, and I'm, but my God supplies all my need and I'm, and I'm believing that. And one day I was sitting, I was not, I was sitting in my car driving back, uh, from Little River, South Carolina. And I was getting on the care, what's called Carolina Base Parkway. It's a brand new parkway that was built. And I was getting on that parkway, coming on the, uh, the entry ramp onto that parkway and getting on there. I remember exactly where I was at. And I remember the Holy Spirit, I, I think I might've made that confession. And he said, Hey Tyler, have you ever stopped to ask me about your finances? And I'm like, um, no, not really. And I remember him saying that he said, Tyler, you realize that you actually have more than enough money to pay your bills on time. You just haven't taken the time to sit down long enough to actually manage and analyze your bills and actually pay them on time. When the Holy Spirit said that to me, guys, it was like <laughs> the clouds parted, the the hallelujah chorus came out, and I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, you have enough money, more than enough money, to actually pay your bills on time. You You have the money. The problem is, is you're just not managing it. You're just not, you just are not aware of the money that you, you have. And therefore, guess what? You're, you, you literally are, you know, um, not, not allowing your finances to, uh, to do the work that needs to be done on there. And as soon as he said that, as soon as he said that, I'm like, well, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And when that happened, guys, when that happened, I basically had wisdom. Wisdom showed up. Wisdom happened. And from that moment on, I pretty much was like, all right, guess what? I know that I got enough money and I know that I have, have it, but it was it was me not taking the time. I was confessing the word and I was believing the word and I was doing that. I mean, I was executing that well, but I did not take the time to actually meditate the word, to get some wisdom and allow the word to speak to me and to pray in the Holy Spirit about it and be able to gain insight into what I needed to do. So I want to leave you with that, guys. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom and all you're getting, get understanding about your situation. Take one day, two days, three days if you need to. Get some scripture, meditate on it, and allow the Lord to speak to you about the specific situation you got. Gang, I got to run. I'm here at my appointment now, but know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.